And good morning once again. We are interrupting our regular programming to bring you a very special local report here only on KOPN. Uh, joining me by phone is Dr. Elizabeth Alleman, MD and local family physician, host of Your Health Matters, which airs on Wednesday at 6 p.m. on KOPN. Also joining us by phone is guest Sarah Williams, a social worker with a background in community planning and preparedness. Good morning, Elizabeth and Sarah. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Um, Elizabeth, why don't you just start us off with maybe a, a little update of what has transpired over the weekend and um, what you'd like to fill us in on this morning. Yes, well, anything I say will be out of date in another hour or two, I'm sure, but we can say that cases are increasing around the world, except perhaps in China, um, definitely increasing in the United States, in Missouri, and uh, probably in Boone County. However, our um, really uh, uh, now somewhat limited but increasing efforts to try to document community spread in the specifics of Boone County have not been all that successful, which is um, tentatively reassuring to me. I'm sure that it's here. It is just not the thing that is making everybody sick these days. Um, so, but in response to increasing cases in Missouri, um, Kansas City Metro and St. Louis Metro are on stay-at-home, shelter-in-place, lockdown orders. We want to talk about what that means. Uh, the University of Missouri Hospital has left, moved to level three of their response, which means very limited um, access to visitors, uh, changes in um, uh, clinic operations to limit interactions. They're going to primarily uh, virtual visits, and um, they've canceled all elective procedures. So that's kind of what's happening here. There's also a lot of discussion among our local leaders about whether we should implement similar um, orders as in uh, St. Louis and Kansas City, and that's why I wanted Sarah to talk about what those orders are and uh, what things people can do and what things people shouldn't do during those orders. And so, Sarah, if you could just go ahead and start with that. Good morning. Thank you for having me. So the conversation about the shelter-in-place or stay-at-home orders um, can vary from jurisdiction to jurisdiction, but essentially what they are doing is creating a guidance for individuals to stay at home where they sleep or rest their home domicile to the greatest extent possible um, in the event that they do leave their home should be only for essential services such as uh, groceries, um, medical care, any unnecessary or uncritical travel is discouraged. If one is to leave, they want to be very careful about being cognizant of a minimum of six foot separation between them and other persons. And then of course, practicing um, good hygiene once they return to their home. Yeah, so I've heard people ask, like, can I walk the dog when I when we're in these under these orders? Yes, you can walk your dog. Um, keeping a, as ordinary or regular a routine as possible is critical. Um, so walking your dog would be a minimum of six feet away from other persons. 
So that that is a 100% reasonable conversation. Um, if you are sick, have someone else walk your dog. For many reasons. Yes. Right. And how about, Sarah, um, you know, the neighbors. I was just going to have a couple of friends over, but we were going to stay sort of apart from each other, and we were going to wash our hands real well afterwards, and I disinfected all the surfaces. But, you know, I was going to have a couple of friends over and their kids because we're all lonely. How about that? Not a good idea. We would recommend that you remain outdoors a minimum of six feet apart. Um, ideally, we would stay in our own residences and video chat, um, communicate that way. Um, this is, you know, but not in, not in our house. Right. And it's really hard for children to keep six feet away from their friends. It is. Yeah. I, I'm not sure that they would be capable of it. So as much as exactly. I um, social interaction between children is really an essential part of their development on an ongoing basis, um, not, not this week or next week and maybe not next month. So we're going to need to find other ways for children to meet those needs. Exactly. So what, what about, Sarah, if you, um, oh, I don't know, your, your stove goes out or your toilet backs up, can you have a repair person come to your home and help you fix those? So those are considered um, essential activities, unless it's specifically outlawed in your jurisdiction, which to my knowledge it is not in the areas that have this um, measure in place. Um, those individuals, um, if they're available, absolutely are going to be performing an essential service. Um, don't be alarmed if they, you know, um, provide services wearing some sort or some level of PPE or personal protective equipment. That's for your safety and theirs. And this might be a nice time for you and your family members to go walk the dog while they're there, um, and you can be close and around or to at least move into another room in your home so that we keep everybody safe. Precisely. Yeah. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Right. And and um, the, the idea that we can um, uh, disinfect our surfaces enough to keep people safe when they're in the same space is, I think, a false sense of reassurance. Is that your impression as well? It is. Okay. So the other thing I wanted to talk about um, this morning, Tim and Sarah, was a question I get a lot, and that is how, what do I, are my groceries safe even if I pick them up at the curbside or, or they're delivered because someone else has touched them and we know that uh, coronavirus can survive on surfaces for several days. Um, and the thing I, so what, what to do when we get our groceries, and I just wanted to say that First of all, remember that the coronavirus does not invade your skin. It is just waiting on your hands for you to deliver it to your eyes, your nose, your mouth. So that's why we're asking people not to touch their faces, which, of course, we're all doing. But we're trying to be as conscious as possible and to wash our hands before we touch our face. Um, and so your groceries are delivered or placed in the backseat or the hatch or the trunk of your car. Um, first, you know, if, if you actually 
share a sound space with the person, tell them thank you. Um, our grocery workers are um, our essential, our essential frontline emergency personnel. Um, and then, you know, the, then pick up your groceries, bring them inside, uh, put them on the countertop, take them out of the bags. If you plan on using things fairly quickly and it would be reasonable to wash them, you can wash them with soap and water. Soap and water is our friend. Coronavirus does not tolerate uh, soap and water. It doesn't need to really be hot. It's the, it's the defatting of the um, soap that seems to be helpful. So soap and water is your friend. And the addition of other chemicals to your food may not be the smartest thing. And then put things away. Uh, put the grocery bags um, either in a recycling or a reusing or a trash receptacle and then wash your hands and then disinfect the surfaces that those things touch. Okay, now you're done. The virus is not going to, you know, be with you um, in your home anymore. And anything you're not going to use for three to five to seven days, the virus doesn't survive forever on these surfaces. So if you bought canned goods, um, and you're not going to use them until a few days from now, then you're good. I've been so, doing a similar thing with uh, our mail, bringing in the mail. I worry about, well, not only the mail people or the delivery people, but I, I've right. been setting it down and maybe opening it up a day or two later or washing my mm -hmm. hands afterwards um, just right. as an extra precaution. Yeah, Tim, you could also open the mail. Most mail comes in an envelope. And um, take the take the letter out, and then throw the envelope away, and then wash your hands. Okay. So we're we're we think that it isn't just one particle of a virus that makes us sick. We think we need a little, you know, a group of them. And so even if it, we're not trying to use sterile technique, we don't need to do surgery. The other thing is that ultraviolet light in the form of sunshine seems to be. Um, Virucidal, so leaving things out in the sun that your mail could blow away and your your food could get eaten by, you know, the neighbor's dogs, which would be sad. But um, things left in the sun in safety um, could also, and, and I don't know how long, but I would think an hour or so would be fine. Um, Sarah, do you have anything to add to that? No, that's, you know, honestly, simple, straightforward. Um, good hygiene mm -hmm. and every one of us doing our part um, to protect our community. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is that people, another question I'm hearing a lot is how can we help you? And, and that's so generous and I so appreciate it. And it's kind of hard to help somebody when we can't actually physically get together and what needs to be done requires physical contact. But our healthcare providers, I am not in the hospital. Um, I am so sending so much gratitude to the people who are in the hospital. This is such a challenging time for them. And I know we all want to help and we want to make face masks and deliver the food. And if, if you have a specific request um, and you want to meet it, I think you should do that. But what we can really do is begin to act as if the, our leaders in Columbia had issued one of these stay-at-home orders. Um, that is so helpful to our healthcare workers because they really don't want to get overwhelmed. And the other thing we can do is do our best to not get sick in any other way or injure ourselves. So be so careful. Like maybe this is not a time to climb on a ladder, use a chainsaw. Um, uh, you know, there, there's moments where you're thinking, mm, this could go turn out badly. Then don't do that because if you're going to need 
um, health care for some other reason, you've now stressed the system as well. So um, while I love people living their lives and um, being outrageous um, on most occasions, now is the time to, you know, live a little bit of a boring, stodgy life. Um, and that is that is service to our healthcare workers. The other thing is, if you are staying away from other people, um, and you notice that other people in your life are not, um, a kind and encouraging word, um, asking them to change their behavior would be so appreciated. I know that it's hard and that people, it, it doesn't work to attack people, but it, there are okay. ways we change our behavior. Humans are conforming creatures. We like to be in conformation with other humans. And if we'll keep the conversations going, I think we can help people um, shift their behavior. Yeah, we're we're living in unprecedented times, and it, it, sometimes it's hard to just take in all of this news and realize the seriousness of it. Um, and, and it may take some convincing of your, your neighbors or your family members that it's really important that we all stay home right now, um, uh-huh. not for their personal safety necessarily, but for everybody's safety, because um, it, it really works best if everyone uh, stays home. Right, and again, our local leaders are contemplating the question of whether they should uh, step forward into stay-at-home orders, and if you have an opinion about that, this would be a great time to contact the um, director of uh, the uh, local health department and the city manager, who apparently are the people who have the power to do this. Um, the, the mayor and the city council apparently have delegated that authority and are not uh, willing to um, undelegate that um, but you know, so they have some. They have so. If you, those are the people who are going to decide this. And right now, the businesses that are still open are things like movie theaters, bowling alleys, athletic gyms, country club houses, uh, golf club houses, hookah lounges. Um, and and I um, think that many of us have an opinion about whether those things should stay open uh, when we have closed so many other things. So this would be a time, if you wanted to have an opinion and a say, to kindly, with so much love in your heart and a lot of compassion, to reach out to those people because, you know, they they really do want to do what the community wants. Right. And once again, those, those people to contact, if you do have an opinion, would be the city manager. Is that right, Elizabeth? And the, the Columbia manager. Public Health Department? the head of the Columbia Health Department, and uh, the, the mayor and the city council members. Mm-hmm. And, and that is also true. Apparently, the folks in Cole County and uh, Jefferson City are, you know, trying to struggle with the same issues. So if, if that's where, you're, um, where you vote and, and who works for you, then they would be the people. Um, I imagine similar people are um, deciding those things in, in that place. Right. So even while you're cooped up at home, if you if you have an opinion on this issue, uh, there is a form of action you can take by by reaching out to local officials and to your friends and family who are around you. Absolutely. So uh, and unless either of you had something else to offer, that's kind of the end of my comments. Tomorrow, I'm hoping to talk to Pete, talk about um, uh, care of the sick at home, um, not just with COVID, but anything, because um, we're kind of on our own these days. Um, Unless things change, and we, you know, I, I thought we were going to talk about going to the grocery store today, and now here we are talking about not going to the grocery store. Things are changing rapidly these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, thank you so much, Dr. Elizabeth Alleman and Sarah Williams, for calling in this morning. Uh, we will be back here with another COVID-19 update on KOPN tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock after Democracy Now! Uh, thank you so much for listening, and uh, thank you again, Elizabeth and Sarah. You're welcome. Be well. You too. Be well. Thank you. And that was our COVID-19 update for KOPN Columbia this morning. Thank you, everyone, for staying safe and staying home and doing what you can um, in this unprecedented time of pandemic. Uh, it's really important to stay informed, to support your loved ones, and uh, to do what you can uh, to help our community out. Thank you so much for listening. This is KOPN Columbia. Coming up next is Background Briefing.